this is where the magic happens. Hi, we're not at all quarantined and bored and crazy out of our minds. Right, Ryan? That's right. Maybe we could turn your volume <laughs> down just a little bit. Oh. Because <laughs> I think when you, you get excited, you really blast it out. I know. And I couldn't fake that enthusiasm when we were testing it. So let me change this. Um, Ryan and I haven't talked. We've only texted I have a smidgen. Is that good? I'm still enthusiastic. Yeah, that's fine. That's good. Okay. That's good. Um, yeah. So, uh, well, since uh, last week. Yeah, since last week, since we talked with Melissa. Um, so today I want to talk about uh, new moon stuff. Saw some crazy shit. I asked for something very big for the full moon or new moon. Sorry, the moon. What'd you ask for? I asked to be more psychic and holy shit, be careful what you ask for. It's it like all my senses got intensified where um, uh, I did a past life reading the next day and felt all her grief. I, it was the best past life reading I've ever seen. It was the most, it was the clearest image because sometimes I'm kind of like a little, little over the map with them. And uh, cause you know, there are a lot of past lives if you've been doing this a while. Um, but it was crystal fucking clear and I was a mess afterwards. I had to like go cry to my mom about it. I like totally empathed through the whole thing, had to cut oh, cords wow. big time. Yeah, it was really hardcore. Then, um, yeah, I just basically, cause uh, people who aren't in the know and are just stumbling around with Hakate, she will give you psychic powers. She will boost your intuition. And I asked her to do so. God, I have such a great new moon thing to tell you. Um, you, you came up so much as soon as I did. I started to, I have so many things to announce. For starters, Ryan, I have a new project. It's called Conjure the Cocktail. They're videos with Prairie Rose of Bit by a Fox, who we did a podcast with, um, I don't know, one of the lower numbers, maybe in the 30s. I don't remember when we did that with her. Um, but Prairie is like a cocktail genius. We're teaching you how to make literal potions where she is going, we're going to have like vegan friendly, um, actual like sober concoctions, mostly like how to get drunk and do witchcraft at the same time. And we're starting with Beltane. So, um, there's a YouTube channel, go to our website, conjure the cocktail, meow, 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 blah, blah, blah. And there's so much big stuff coming. Meow, 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 blah, 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 meow, meow, meow. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited about it. I'm so excited. I figured out the volume problem, by the way, my computer volume was turned down. So now you're you're Am more than loud, loud enough. Um, I no, adjust? I think you're. Yeah, maybe just go down just a just a smidge again. Um, that was my bad on that. But uh, well, that sounds very exciting. There is something I'll, I'll bring up once you get into the uh, you know new the new moon, moon Hakate stuff because I had um, a pretty and I'm a pretty vivid nightmare and I oh, think um, and then through that vivid nightmare I have been kind of not on a wild goose chase, but I have gone down into some interesting research that has stemmed from it uh, involving Carl Jung, uh, his red book, which is like a really woo woo psychology book. It's like in his red book, people say that Carl Jung talks about um, basically has a tulpa. Do you know what a tulpa is? I don't think so. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, I like the word. Tell us about it. I'm surprised you don't have a tulpa. Uh, A tulpa. Maybe I do. (laughs) Essentially, it's a, um, it's an imaginary friend for the sake of just simplifying it. It's an imaginary friend that you manifest into reality. Oh my God. No, I have no idea what this is. And I'm going to go on. And uh, so anyway, so essentially Jung talks about 
uh, I haven't read the book, so I just downloaded the PDF because I didn't realize that there's a PDF you can download because I've been trying to, I've been for like over a year, I've been scouring the internet, trying to find a copy of it. That's cheaper than a hundred dollars. Whoa. Um, um, so, but I haven't been able to do that yet. So I just downloaded the PDF yesterday. Um, and I read this section called splitting the soul or splitting the spirit, but, um, but anyway, we can talk about that once you get into think, because it has to do with like, uh, animals. Cause Hakata you talk about is, you know, the protector of animals, right? Um, she is of, of, uh, she for sure is like she, animals are big with her and, um, mostly dogs. And That's what I mean. Animals. Yeah. Cause so do yeah. dogs and black animals. Mm -hmm. And which owls. Is, oh my God. Which is well, interesting because, well, we're going to talk, because I, I think the tie in here is um, something called hounds, uh, hellhounds or the hounds of hell. Uh -huh. um, yep. And they're, you know, people also call them uh, spectral dogs. And, uh, you know, there's lots of names and they go all throughout uh, mythology and specifically in like, they're pretty big in Europe as well. But uh, I mean, they're big everywhere. But um, no, yeah, so I had a nightmare first. with the hounds of hell. Okay, so okay, we can talk about this first because it ties yeah, into go. it ties into lots of things that are happening. I'm in a I've currently identified what I would call a major transition, um, which is um, you and I have talked a bunch, so you know that I've been a, I'm obsessed with the concept of adversity shows a person who they are. Yep. But even more so than that, like a very prolonged period of adversity can show a person what they're made of. Um, because it's easy for anyone to be the best person in the world when things are going great. Yep. But then the second thing, it's like, you know, it's like being a sore loser, you know, or a yeah. good winner. And, and so you a lot don't of, usually yeah. know those things until you play a board game with someone and you're like, man, you fucking suck at Monopoly. You're an awful human being. And you had no idea because you'd never competed with them on this weird level. Yeah, and they just can't handle mm -hmm. the, the slightest setback. And But when everything's going great, they, they seemingly have all their shit together. But so I've been obsessed with that. Not that I wanted to like put myself through that, but I, I, I've always felt like that was probably the best way to see what a person was truly made of. And so it occurs to me that I have like subconsciously manifested this in my own life for, for many years um, where I've been like on the precipice of like financial ruin for so long and like, you know, for long periods of time and, you know, personal life stuff. And, and like, I think it, it turned, oops, I didn't silence my phone. And so it turns out that after all these years, I can honestly say that I've glimpsed who I am as a person like at my core and it's time to transition into the next phase, which is abundance, prosperity, uh, and all those things, because I know now that I will, I won't be corrupted by those things. Wow. Ryan, I, when I talk about you, um, you know, which I'm always doing behind your back, just kidding. <laughs> Whenever I bring you up, <laughs> one of the things I always add is I have never seen, and I was saying, and I don't mean to like attach gender to anything when it doesn't need to be there, but it kind of did matter for a while. But I, I kept saying, I've never seen a man do so much work on himself as I have seen you do. And like, we've only been friends for, uh, what, like a, a little over a year, like a year and a half. Yeah, I mean, we first we first met uh, doing doing the podcast, and then yeah, like and September then it was, 2018. It was like four months at least before we started no this hang. podcast. Yeah, so 
I've realized, I think you are working harder on yourself than anyone I have ever seen ever. At this point, that is how I feel. I am always impressed though. Cause you know, we had like, you know, you and I have had talks, like I've asked you for really good advice and even just like tough stuff that I've brought up and you talk through it like a fucking champ and you don't get defensive, which, um, I've come to see now is like the biggest sign of someone who's willing to do work. Cause when your defenses go up, it's just like, Oh, and, and sometimes this is just from being damaged, but defenses go up and it's like, that's it. You stop hearing what the person is saying. I've never seen your defenses go up. And we talked about hard stuff. You have always been so open and receptive to everything you hear. And it's not like you're just like letting anybody tell you, you know, you have, you've trusted friends, you've actual advisors you trust with stuff, but man, you absorb it and you process it for yourself. So it's not even like you can tell you what to do. You know, I'm very well, I appreciate you saying. Well, I appreciate you saying that. I mean, I don't feel like, you know, it's always our perception of self and what we're doing is always different than the outside perception, but because I don't necessarily feel like, oh, wow, like I'm just constantly doing so much work. But at no, the end of the day, at the end of the day, I have purposefully on. set out for certain things, right? Yes. Um, but you're looking so, at your dark spots, like you're looking yeah. in your dark corners and you're saying who's in there, you know, I'm much different than I was like, I'm much different than I was like a couple of years ago, um, for sure. Um, you know, and, and that's with the help of, you know, two very good therapists who I've been seeing on a weekly basis for the last mm -hmm. six months. Um, so it's kind of like supercharged, not to mention like all the other stuff, but, um, so yeah, I mean, I wish I could take the credit for it, but the, um, you should take the credit. God damn it. Anybody who's in our <laughs> secret group or any, like anybody's listened to this from the beginning, the, one of the biggest things is me trying to force compliments on Ryan and him being like, yeah, well, that just kind of accident. I just accidentally turned out awesome. It's not a big deal. <laughs> just take the fucking compliment, Ryan. Well, I'll take the compliment. Thank you. I mean, I am working, I am working hard on this stuff. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's nice to, sometimes you don't realize that there are, dividends paying off but yes the reason we're talking about this i think is because i am acknowledging my transition into uh you know i've seen who i am at my core i've glimpsed that and i would i feel comfortable saying there's a decent person in there yeah um who's flawed and makes mistakes and struggles with things you know still but I know that that person inside now will not be corrupted by, you know, the abundance of, you know, love, money, success that I am going to get now. But like yes. four or five years ago, eight years ago, I could have, if I was given the success that I'm uh, about to achieve, I would have, I would have, who knows what would have happened to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's not like I would turn into a murderer or something, but like. But you might've been an asshole who didn't talk to yeah, your friends anymore. Exactly. I know, so, I know somebody who got wildly successful um, just under, thanks to Lin-Manuel, oh God, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Um, and fucking turned into a monster and was one of my best friends and go, can go fuck himself until when he's not famous anymore, which will happen any day now, he's going to come crawling back. I'm gonna come crawling back, Sagittarius. Gonna he doesn't crawl back. But like, <laughs> oh, so, so this dream. That's all the Scorpio in me talking. <laughs> <laughs> That's so. Funny. The dream. <laughs> so the dream is I have this very vivid dream. That's a nightmare. I mean, full on nightmare. Um, 
because it's kind of like a post-apocalyptic scenario. And um, there, I'm in a house that I believe to be my brother. It feels like it's my brother's house. My two oldest nieces are there and, or my sister's daughters are there. Uh, my goddaughter and her older sister. And we realized that like, it's kind of like the streets are kind of like, it's a free for all, right? Uh -huh. um, the world is free for all now. But, and there's these two dogs in the house, large breed dogs. Um, and just two? Just two. And okay. there's, uh, you get the sense that it's not like zombies or the post-apocalypse, but it's like the fucking devil is real. Good and evil are clearly defined. People mm -hmm. are getting killed because uh, demons and shit like that, right? So, but it's not like constant, you know what I mean? You can still kind of like, you still kind of have your life a little bit. And so yeah. then, but, and everybody is, everybody's susceptible to, and when you get identified or picked as someone <gasps> who's going to be dead for whatever reason, it just kind of happens. The hounds of hell come for you. And there's really nothing you can do. But if other people, other humans kill you before the hounds of hell do, they kind of get their number pushed back. They buy themselves more time kind of thing. Does that make sense? This is a great premise. So they have incentive to, to kill people who have been marked for death. <gasps> so uh, we're kind of hanging out in the house. And then all of a sudden... I realize I had, I have just been marked and like, it's not like some announcement comes out. It's just, everybody knows it. Everybody feels it. And all of a sudden I'm kind of hanging out with my nieces, petting a dog. And then all of a sudden I'm marked, right? The sensation comes over me, comes over my brother, my nieces, everybody knows I have just, my number just got called. And so then the dogs that are, were hanging out within the house suddenly become hounds of hell. And uh, they, I mean, they still kind of look like dogs, but they aren't interested in, you know, playing with me anymore. Now they're going to try to like rip me to shreds. So, and somehow I have some like dull ish kind of knife uh -huh. and this is, I mean, it gets very graphic. I'm just kind of giving people a skip, warning right now. Yeah. Skip the, skip just ahead. skip the part where you, um, yeah, don't mutilate a dog on here. Yeah. So I'm trying to. <laughs> Basically, I'm unless it's to, like, unless there's like a weird magical thing that matches up later or something. Well, I don't kill it. It should be. No, okay, it, it's it's okay, impossible good. to kill this dog because it's no longer a dog. It's a hound of hell. Oh, good, good. I'm always so, on their side. I'm trying to I'm trying to cut the dog's head off <gasps> because it's gnawing at my flesh and like it's ripping my wrist and it's like ripping my flesh off and like it's getting it's about ready to chew my uh, my hand away from my arm. And, you gotta go for the eyes. Everybody, but I don't really feel pain, right? But uh -huh. also, it's like it doesn't matter what I do to this dog because it's no longer a dog; it's a hound yeah. of hell. So it's like I yeah. can't even kill it, no matter what I do to it. And so I kind of make that realization. And my nieces are kind of trying to fight the idea of of me being, you know, their ticket. So I realize I have to get out of here before like the people who love me can no longer resist killing me. So I get out of the house because I realize I'm not going to be able to kill this hound of hell anymore. I get out of the house and it's kind of like a sleepy neighborhood, but the neighbors start coming out like, what's going on? Because they heard screaming probably, you know, because the hounds of hell was like ripping my body apart. Right. And so I, I get to the roof of, I get to the roof of this like one story building and I see like all the neighbors coming out and they got like shotguns and or guns or whatever and Fuck. or whatever or weapons. And then I see my brother and my nieces kind of walking across the street and they also have weapons. And I'm like, this, there's no way out for me. And now the hounds of hell and plus other 
hounds of hell have shown up and they're just kind of like circling the building and i'm i'm on the roof and i'm like you know i'm fuck i'm i'm done there's there's i'm like how can i get out of this how can i get out of this i'm just going to be on the run for the rest of my life and i realize i have like a shiv in my pocket it's almost mm-hmm. like a a broken off screwdriver or something and i realize that the only way i'm going to get out of this is by killing myself and so this is where it gets a little more graphic and and this is a very vivid i mean i didn't wake up from this dream and be like i got to write this down i was like i woke up eventually and I was like, I'm never going to forget this dream. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's, there's no danger of it. So I, I take the uh, shiv out of my pocket. I've got like overalls on or something. Oh and, yeah, uh, this is getting hot now. <laughs> and Tell me I, more uh, about this broken screwdriver and farmer attire. <laughs> and so I realize that like my brother is no longer my brother. You know, he can't be, you know, he can't be, I can't look at him and plead with him you know my nieces these neighbors these people they're just trying to do whatever they can to try to survive and um so i take the knife or the shiv thing and i i just jam it into my neck and but here's the thing i don't wake up i feel like you're bad at killing dogs on yourself these i would not these are i have to teach you better for when the the world does that anyway go on so (laughs) i jam it into my neck and i don't wake up you know, in your dreams, like a lot, most people will wake up right be- the moment they're going to die. Yeah. I do not wake up. I jam the shiv into my neck and, you know, obviously I'm sure there's blood going everywhere and I'm, I'm about ready to die. I can, I distinctly remember swallowing and feeling metal in my throat. But like, I got not, shot. Yeah. Like I got I shot the, once in a past life and still remember how it feels. Yeah, I felt the Hot thing bullet. in there. Like, yeah. It's like as if there was a bridge going through my whole neck. And so then very quickly from there, I die mm-hmm. after that. Good. Get and, it done. And then it's just kind of like darkness and calm. And then um, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm dead. And then I'm like in the <laughs> dream and realize like, oh, I didn't wake up. I'm dead and I didn't, I didn't wake up before I died in this dream. And then uh, eventually I wake up. But like killing myself didn't wake me up and even dying didn't wake me up. And so eventually I wake up and I'm just like, holy fuck, I, you know, and it just fucked with me the rest of the day. So then I go down this rabbit hole of uh, the hounds of hell and then uh, what those mean. And hounds of hell in certain mythologies protect supernatural treasures or supernatural creatures, which then ties into like, was it a quote unquote hound of hell experience that I had in Florida. Um, but then uh, someone on Instagram said, oh, you should look into Carl Jung's red book, this chapter splitting the spirit. And so I go into that and it's about, you know, splitting like, you know, the spirit being split between soul and like awareness kind of thing. And, but it's like rebirth, killing your old self. Yes. And yes. rebirthing. Fuck yeah. And splitting into this new this new reality this is right? so new moon this is so new moon right, right? also persephone and hecate how many people believe that this was hecate stemmed of persephone and was like fuck this i'm gonna be queen of the underworld fuck this i'm gonna do what i want like empowered f- from being traumatized you know via hades yeah go on so um then i so i'm reading all this kind of yesterday and i'm like oh shit like I had this nightmare, very vivid nightmare, like the most vivid dream I've ever had in the last 15 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
it happens right before I have a, my big realization. I mean, I, I saw my therapist, uh, this, this, uh, the guy who's like, you know, he's probably close to 80 years old, right? Uh-huh. If I had to guess. And so when I, last time I saw him uh, this past week, I was just like, dude, this is what's happening right now. I'm fucking turning into a new person. <laughs> like, like I'm new phase in my life. Everything's fucking happening. And he's like, well, this is really good considering, you know, most of the world thinks that everything is crashing and burning. You, you're, you're, yeah. You know, I'm you're exactly up. where you are too. So, exa- go ahead. And, uh, but I, you know, so then I'm reading all this about the dream and the symbolism about suicide and death, like mm-hmm. killing your old self, killing your old attachments, um, the things that don't serve you anymore, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm like, that happened days before I have the realization while writing um, and kind of also just like thinking about like about the new phase, how I'm ready for the new phase. Right. Um, and so, you know, and then throw in new moon magic and manifestation and then you know, all that kind of stuff. It's like, holy shit. Like I'm starting to feel like uh, when I'm doing magic now, um, specifically like on this last one and the previous one, uh, the moon's specifically full moon and now new moon. I'm like much in the way of like Reiki, they can feel energy and heat and stuff. Like I'm feeling that heat and energy just simply through my hands. Like I can feel myself um, taking or giving energy. Like it's almost like invisible balls of fire. Good. Um, at the end, at the end, yes. in, in my hands that I can create or, uh-huh. you know, shoot out. So, um, so I'm like, Oh, this nightmare. Like I just thought it was a nightmare because I'm trying to remember my dreams again. And this, these were the fucking dreams I had as a kid, you know, always like themed through good and evil. And I was always being chased and murdered and fucking killed. And, People close to me were always dying by the devil was involved. And that's why I stopped remembering dream because I was like, I don't need this shit anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. As a little kid. And so now I'm realizing, oh, now I've got like a toolbox to understand symbology and like, you know, archetypes that are buried in my subconscious and, you know, and also the way they tie into and play out in, you know, what's ahead for me in this life. So it's like, holy shit, my dreams are even telling me that I have killed the old me, which is Ryan, who was super obsessed with, you know, long periods of struggle, you know, kind of apocalyptic yeah. living, like scrambling, yep. like how am I going to survive? You know, that was my life. Not even a proper weapon, a fucking broken screwdriver, yeah, exactly. Ryan. Janky, so I, janky. I made it work. Yes. Uh, I um, made it work. But now it's like time to get me uh, like an electric screwdriver and ha- actually have somebody, yeah. else, have somebody else using it. <laughs> you need a third. You need a third hound, I think, too, in your dreams, because then you got the the goddess power. Um, well, I love all of this. I honestly love those dreams because I, you know, I pay all this money to go to Halloween Horror Nights and shit like that, and nothing scares me unless it's like a jump scare, you know. And then I, I laugh my ass. That gives me a good idea to like. Oh, oh, the UPS man is here. Oh, it's not a not a euphemism or the start of a porn. Well, let's use that UPS man to. Uh... Get a quick Take a of quick water. break. Okay. Okay. Cool. So. Cool. Cool. Your um, uh, your, uh, your yeah. inability to be scared makes and me I wonder. Miss it. I wonder if there are people out there who are professional fright people like i'm sure but fuck them because honestly i don't want a fake scare i want a real scare and i'll tell you what no like you can pay someone and you don't know when you don't know when you don't know (laughs) know how they're gonna come and scare the shit out of you 
that's not, I mean, that's not going to do it. Cause then I'm just on edge and I'm like, <laughs> I don't want that scare. I want real scares. I want to pay for it. Know when it's happening. Like I want Halloween Horror Nights to elevate their game is what I'm saying, I guess, but maybe not because I think that they do a great job. Um, but when I have dreams like that, I wake up so exhilarated and I, and I feel like I got to be afraid, but I also, um, am always in control of my dreams. So like, this has been years now where if something bad is about to happen, like my dog is about to get hit by a car, I just say, nope, and it doesn't happen. Or if they do get hit by a car, I'm like, she's fine, and then she's totally fine. So uh, I think that this is like my past life, um, multiple Virgo placements coming into play where it's just like, no, no, I drive this bus. My dreams are mine. Um, but I did have uh, a really interesting uh, couple things happen. Um, with visions recently. My dreams have been great, honestly, but oh, this is actually totally pertinent. I want to talk about this because everybody's trying to graduate high school and they can't, and it's a bummer. But um, this is one of my only recurring dreams. I, uh, despite my accolades and uh, accomplishments, I am a high school dropout and nobody really knows that. I was, uh, I was you a GED kid. Yeah, I got a GG. I got a perfect score. I got one math question wrong. It was not hard. And I went to I went to like the community college immediately. I dropped out of high school, went to community college to start getting credits that I could take to college. And then I just took the GED as soon as I was, I guess, old enough. I don't think I was. Yeah, I wasn't old enough. I wasn't 18 yet. Um, I dropped out my junior year because I was being bullied by someone who had been my best friend. It was horrible. Um, and uh, I have dreams about it every once in a while. And especially right now with the whole class of 2020 not being able to go do their stuff. These are always the dreams I have. It's always right before prom because I would have loved to go to prom, Ryan. I never got to go to a prom. And now like even things like whenever there's a zombie prom or something like that, I'm like, I've, I have prom dresses, plural. I have prom dresses. I make up for my lack of high school prom like a motherfucker. So um, I had this dream and the dreams, <laughs> the dreams are always, I know, I know. The dreams are always um, present day friends. So like you'll be at high school with me. And this one, the recent one, it was Prairie who I'm doing um, the new project with Conjure the Cocktail, the potion thing. And our friend Joy and everybody is, and, and like, Oh, like Prairie has like amazing, we had like the same hair when we were in high school, which I always relate to. We have like a similar aesthetic and everything. Um, but like we had like our hair and, and, um, very like nineties clothes and stuff. And, um, I was super excited about prom and everything. And then I look around and I'm like, you know what? I just don't see the point. I'm just going to quit. And everyone would be like, what? We're about to graduate. And keep in mind, I dropped out my junior year, like right before. I tried to transfer to the art school and they fucked up my paperwork. I didn't try to leave high school. I tried to go to the fancier one. It didn't work out. They fucked that up for me. But it also all worked out fine. Who wants to go to school in Florida where they don't even teach you about the fucking Holocaust? I didn't know why Anne Frank was hanging out in that attic until I read real books that they did not give us in school. Um, so we did read the diary of Anne Frank and we were all very confused because they didn't tell you why she was there. Um, but then in the dream, I always just drop out. I always tell my friends, I'm like, I'm sorry, but this just isn't for me. I'm out. And I leave, but I suffer through the dream, like with the decision, like, okay, well here we have the chance. And it's almost like over and over 
the universe showing me you didn't really want to be there anyway because it's something that that kind of makes me sad sometimes but i was so bullied even my drama teacher what a fucking monster okay if a if a teenager fucks your teenage son and it's appropriate age and everything don't slut shame her until she has to drop out i was bullied by my drama teacher who lives down the road I, my brother used to egg her house on my behalf every halloween which i still love him for she lives two blocks from him that's bold that 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 is very bold, honestly. Um, but don't bully kids, adults, and don't bully kids' ex-best friends. And I'll tell more about this in secrets because this person is now kind of famous, the person who bullied me. And she was my best friend. And the reason we stopped being best friends is because she came out of the closet. But she didn't just say, like, I'm gay. She said, I'm in love with you. And I couldn't handle it. And I was always very ashamed of it um, because I didn't, I didn't like call her any names or anything. I was just like, I can't cope with this. I can't cope um, because we had been physically intimate in a, what I thought was a sisterly way, um, you know, like holding each other and brushing each other's hair and just like, you know, like fucking any Jane Austen book, that stuff is just what sisters do. And in this life, it was what um, a person who was secretly in love with me did and misled me about it. So I had a lot of stuff I had to work on with that. But so my dream recently was this back to school dream. And they're so fun because like I dropped out, I dropped, I was like getting popular. I was coming into my own. I was in the, the competitive theater class, even though my drama teacher kept trying to, um, makes me, make me kill myself. Basically. I think it was her total motive. Um, but it was, was it her so, daughter. No. Oh, no, no, no. It wasn't her daughter. This was someone who was a year older than me. She was, we met when I was a sophomore and she was a junior, my best friend. Um, but her just, son is who I had sex with. Oh, he was, the drama he was my son. boyfriend. He was my boyfriend. Yeah. And she hated me. Hated you were corrupting we were very, her perfect pure uh -huh. child. They were very fucking Catholic. And now I, the perfection stamp on this family is kind of really ridiculous. Um, I mean, because they're so imperfect, but, um, um, yeah, but my dreams have been so vivid lately with the new moon. But then what I wanted to tell you about, um, and, and if anybody's into this, go watch this YouTube video we're doing. Um, I Prairie comes up with like the cocktail potion of the spell or of the magic because we're doing Beltane. And I was going to do a tea um, or something non-alcoholic. And on the new moon, which I always wait and get my magic downloads and whatnot during that, or like during the night of, I don't, I plan loosely. Um, but during the new moon, they like told me how to make a, a potion in my bathtub. And then this was fucking amazing. So I get uh, my, <laughs> like bathtub I'm going to let gin. you explain. I'm going to let you explain. Okay. But, okay. but when, uh, when I hear someone said, make a potion in my bathtub, there's lots of imagery <laughs> that can be, gin. there's lots of injury image. Well, I wasn't thinking about, I wasn't thinking of moonshine. <laughs> Oh, like peeing in the tub? That's like what a little kid says. Like, I made a potion oh. in my bathtub. You know? It felt like that. It felt like, I felt very, I felt like lots of childlike stuff come through. Um, but it was so cool because uh, they told me what to put in it. And, um, and I stir the, you know, you know, you counterclockwise versus clockwise, which we talked about, I think just two episodes ago. Um, and um, I got in the tub, I put in my shamanic drumming got in the tub and I always wait for him to show me. And immediately I started writing this down because I was like, hold up, hold up. It was wild. I was journeying instantly, but I had just had um, the other night when I had that dream that was like, you are fine. You would, you didn't want to be in high school. Also, I feel like 
I don't think everybody has to do everything we're told we're supposed to do. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm a huge subscriber to that. So uh, missing out on like high school in Florida, I'm not even really in touch with anybody I went to high school with, except like a very small handful of people who I'd never see or talk to anyway. So it's not like I, I found my real people later. You know what I mean? Not, there are a few people I would love to see. I would love to go on a ladies cruise or something with them, you know, something like golden girls with them that yes. But for the most part, I did do the right thing. And then I still kind of hurt over it sometimes I think, but in this dream, the same dream where it's like, you know what? I'm good. I'm just going to leave. And they're like, but we're about to walk with cap and gowns. And I'm like, not really my cup of tea. You know, that's news to me. I saw this possum in my dream and um, I woke up and, and I remembered a long time ago when I lived in New York uh, and it was like back when people could still smoke in the bars. That's like how long I lived there. I was at the beauty bar where I dated the super hot manager. Um, what was his name? Javad. He was half Peruvian, half Irish and an undefeated boxing champion. And I drank for free there. Oh my God. And he was Aries. It was seriously, I left his apartment the first time singing like a virgin and understanding what the lyrics really meant for the first time. I had never been fucked like that. And I'm sorry, if you don't like hearing about a woman being incredibly awakened and pleased sexually, this is not the podcast for you. Um, so anyway, I don't I was think you have to worry bar. about that with this. Uh, <laughs> this uh, so, so God bless Javad and um, his inability to ever have an orgasm. So, you know, anyway, it is funny um, because, well, let me, let me just make a quick note here. You never, uh, for people listening, they can, they can tell me if I'm right about this or not, but my sense is that you never invoke the phrase, God bless someone, right? Like you're not like yeah. a religious person. You never say no. God bless unless you're talking never about that. someone who's you've, you've, uh, who, did a good yeah. job having sex with you. Yes. <laughs> uh, the, yeah. the excellentest, bestest of the The only dogs, time you ever maybe. say God bless so-and-so is when you've, uh, you had an enjoyable <laughs> sexual encounter with them. Have you heard me say it before? Have I said it before? Only <laughs> regarding people that have that's... like, you've had a pleasurable physical encounter with. It's funny <sighs> that that's the one situation where you invoke the classic <sighs> God bless them. It's, well, I mean, it's just this... funny. It's funny. Yeah. This makes me wish I was saying God bless him more. But did you say he couldn't he couldn't have an orgasm? Nope. We would just have to have sex forever, basically. And then eventually there was a really weird thing we had to do, which maybe I'll talk about. You know what? I'll tell it in secrets. I don't care. Well, we don't um, have to tell other people's <laughs> secrets. Um, no, no. It's not like demeaning to him. It's just a very sexually explicit thing. But um, that's what people are paying for, for Patreon for, right? Am I right? <laughs> I'm just going to like easily cross over to webcam girl from this. Just kidding. Um, but this, okay. So I'm at the bar waiting for Javad to get off. <laughs> Just kidding. We were doing that. Anyway, anyway, um, this guy at the bar, this weird woo motherfucker who did know a lot of interesting stuff, he says to me, and now at this point, I've already had that wolf experience where the, um, the witch at the shop in the Lower East Side, I can remember, remember the name of the witchcraft store everybody loves to go to in New York. He took all my stuff from me and told me I was a little loba, go home, wait for my wolf. And I'd already like had experiences, wolf spirit stuff. And um, for people listening, like we've talked about this before, but the difference between a spirit animal and a power animal is, um, these are also Latin words. Please don't come at me and tell me that they belong to Native Americans. They have totem animals. It's a different thing. Um, Power animals work for you, and they're, I think they're just animals we pick up in, on the astral plane in our work in between lives. I'm not totally sure where they all come from. Um, sometimes I have one that definitely belongs to my future partner, I've realized. 
and I had that confirmed in my reading with Melissa recently, um, spirit animals are animals that are like us and that we move through other worlds as. So it's a, an animal whose form we kind of take on. And it's also an animal that kind of represents who we are in a way. Um, I don't really understand all of it or how everything works, but I can usually see people's power animals. Sometimes I think I can see a spirit animal too, if the person shows up, you know, when they're not awake, it has to be like astral plane stuff. But um, I, this guy told me, and I'm like, you know, I'm like, I'm Loba, you know, like I'm a she-wolf motherfucker. He tells me that my spirit animal is the possum. And I was like, go fuck yourself. Now I love possums, but, and I understand because sometimes when I read people and I tell them like your power animal is a chicken and it is wearing the cutest little masquerade mask, which I, I did see for someone and it was amazing. Um, every animal has a strength. You know, my, one of my best power animals is a goddamn filthy raccoon. And that raccoon hustles for me. You know, you want a hustler as a power animal. Chickens are busy. You know what I mean? Like don't, don't you, everybody wants like a big black panther, or, you know, an eagle like yours, but sometimes they're just going to be different than that. But you do have a lot of them. Anyway, this guy tells me I have a possum. I am a possum. And I was uh, annoyed. And he said, no, because what people don't realize, like possums are, are actually really cute and they have the softest fur. This guy knew possums intimately. It was kind of weird. Um, I mean, I was there for it. Don't get me wrong. Like anybody who's pet a possum, basically made out with a possum, please sit and tell me all about it. Um, tells me all about petting this possum or, you know, I, he knew what they felt like, everything. And he says, everybody thinks when they see a possum, like, oh, it's cute. Oh, it's going to run and hide. Oh, it's so soft. But a possum will fuck you up. And he ended with that. And I was like, okay, all right. But I never really owned it because it's just once like guy I barely knew in a bar one time telling me this, even though I liked what he said, he didn't know me and he didn't know, he didn't, he had not seen me with my potential to fuck someone up, which I am very proud of. You know, I stand up for myself. You know, you were talking about fighting off a dog and I have fought off a pit bull with my bare hands that would have killed my dog, you know? And that, that's, I beat that fucker's ass. I love pit bulls. Please don't be one of those people. But I did try to pull its eyes out of its head and it ran away screaming. So there's that. So yeah, possum. Anyway, I ha a possum shows up in my dream. So yeah, and possum. <laughs> Say something, motherfucker. <laughs> Say something. It's funny because the possum does the play dead thing. And it's like the play dead oh. thing is almost like, um, I'm going to give you a chance to think about what you're doing. And you're going to turn around and walk away. Uh, while I'm playing dead. And if you don't, I will have to wake up and destroy your life. I love this, Ryan. This is also, this is also very like my Scorpio. Cause you know, I, I have my true note. I've got to lean into it. Um, so I see this possum in my dream and I'm like, that's weird. That's very, very obvious. And I kind of forgot about it. Then when I got in the bathtub during the new moon and I start journeying, here's stuff I saw. You came up first and it was so cool. You were dressed like a knight and you fired an arrow into the sky, oh, but it yeah. went it went all the way into the sky and you looked back over your shoulder at me and you're like, it's, it's gone. Like it went into space. You shot this arrow so high. And, and then a kite floated down from the sky and it had the Knights of um, Templar symbol on it. Like it was crazy. The, or the Knights of the, the, the Tomar, the red, you know what I'm talking about? You're talking about Knights Templar. Yeah. So I, the first time, let me grab this. So you can I, um, Okay, so I 
and you know, I journey from their castle sometimes, which just kind of happened. And I had back in the day when I was having like my big psychic awakening, I had all these visions coming at me from their castle. And then when I got there, which I didn't even plan to go there, my aunt's husband booked that trip for us to Portugal. And I saw everything from my visions and it was like, holy shit. So you were dressed like one of them. And um, you know, they were persecuted kind of like by the same people and in the same way Joan of Arc was, which also was a thing for me. Um, but you blast this air under the sky. And then I kept seeing like gold scales, like night clothes, but they were otherworldly. They shimmered in this way. And um, there was a shield. There were all these tools coming at me. And it was like you and I we're getting weapons and rewards and protection for something that's coming. And I was like, fuck yeah. Then I see this giant gold pig cat, like a big weird uh, statue that um, people could worship possibly. Was it like a fat pig body with a cat head or a, a cat body with a fat pig head? It had a pig cat head where it looked like a cat, but it had a pig nose and it was oh, like God. fat and, and it opened its arms to me and it was like, come sit in Santa's lap and tell me what you want. And I said, oh, hell yeah. So I crawled up on that pig cat. Then- the pig cat lap. Yes. Then they start showing me crazy, crazy shit. They show me myself standing naked and this is wild. A wolf mouth juts out between my thighs and starts barking but it's just the mouth and they were like it was like they were saying you don't bitch you don't have a pussy you have a wolf (laughs) and i was like yes love that um so then i okay wait where am i i made a whole because i was writing this in the fucking tub i was writing all this down i had to get out of the tub i was like this is too much i took a break and then i went back in and journeyed some more um i was the only uh word i know in sign language really any patrons who subscribe for two dollars a month you can see ryan you can see i I just will i signed wolf okay so it's good it's cool what else so So you were writing all this down so what else happened so then i make my list i make my i don't even know yes i know i was like okay um so i i do my i do my petition to hakate and um, which I'm going to talk a little bit about in the secrets thing, because it goes along with Melissa's secret from last week um, in our pa- in our Patreon. Um, I make the list, uh, burn some stuff, and uh, like I write it all down. They always have me draw pentacles on everything. And, um, and then they said, uh, okay, get back in the tub, um, dip it, like standing in the tub, like anoint it kind of like swish it around in the tub with the, with like the little bath potion I had made that I had already been soaking into to journey. I get in there and I, I, um, like do it. Um, I do it clockwise cause I'm trying to manifest with this list. And then they're like, okay, now pee on it and put it in that jar. <laughs> so I stand in the tub, peeing in the tub all over this list, tuck it into the jar, put all the stuff in the jar. And this is the jar with my, um, Oh, this was something too. Um, I mean, I'm getting like lots of weird magic downloads that I don't know if anyone else has ever uh, maybe already discovered, but that was the jar with my menstrual blood in it from just having my period recently. And um, you should put your pee in those jars as well. But I was waiting because your morning pee is always most potent. 
but I had um, a different dream that was a lot of journeying um, before the high school one and woke up and they were like, immediately they were like, your pee is so potent right now from that journey. Go pee in that jar. So I had to go pee the potent pee in the jar. Um, anyway, also you guys, if you write an iTunes review for us and you mention peeing, they'll delete it. We've lost so many. I love that you encourage me to pee, but please, when you write reviews, don't talk about what a what a what a disgusting mouth I have, um, or you know, just in in detail, in, in pee detail, in pee tail. <laughs> so, so. That's the pun laugh. The, yes. Whenever the you do laugh. a pun, whenever you do a pun, it's. <laughs> love it's, the, it's the it's the pun laugh. Well, that's well, interesting because the wait. the first morning the. The pee in first yeah. thing in the morning is interesting. It's your journey pee. Well, if you journeyed, which you'll know when you wake up, um, which is why we should all be keeping dream journals too. But then um, I get all this in the jar. I burn some stuff. I have a, I've got quite the plate for Hakate. And now, Ryan, I, what else was really funny is I had a great three-way crossroads that I was going to walk to and um, in my bare feet. They were very adamant about my bare feet. And it's not, it's like six blocks away. And that, that's fucking awful and i was like okay this is some biblical shit now i gotta suffer for this what then well, i, get all this I mean hey ready. florida woman walks yeah carrying swamp witch carrying jar of <laughs> menstrual blood and pee clove garlic some gross gross shit that uh, i talk about in secrets when 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 asked what she was doing police say she <laughs> said the 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 pig cat had me sit on his lap and told me to do so I'm just feeding gators, y'all. I don't have a pussy. I have a wolf. Yes. They, like, that's oh, my like, God. People will be like, this is a Florida <gasps> woman story. Yes. Yeah, it's total Florida. Oh, my God. I'm going full Florida woman. You're going well, full Florida just, woman. I guess that was inevitable, you know? You um, can't touch me. The- I'm a possum, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and then I drop and play dead. Yeah. And it's like, it's the best episode of Cops anyone's ever seen. Um, so, <laughs> slash intervention. So, um, so I take the, I go to leave. And I'm trying to sneak around so my mom doesn't know I'm doing full fucking witchcraft. And she's asleep because it's middle of the night. And I'm about to walk out in just my my robe, like my silky little robe, because I do like to get the girls out for when I honor a goddess. It just feels right. And um, they're like, you don't got to walk down there. Just right there. You live at a crossroads. And I was like, I live at exactly the kind of crossroads. I live for now. I stay at exactly the crossroads. I was about to walk all these blocks to. And they're like, yeah, don't do that. Just walk right there. And I was some like, real Abraham Great. shit. This yeah. is some real like kill your son for me shit. And then like, yeah. the, the, you know, getting ready to do it and then being like, okay, you don't have to do it. We just wanted to yes. make sure you were committed oh. to it. So also I when Abraham. I was in the tub, I, it is Abraham. You're right. You're right. I was actually reading some weird shit last night about that. Um, so I'm, I'm, I forgot to mention too, I had the, the possum showed up in my dream, but then I remembered again when I was in the tub while I was seeing all kinds of stuff, which um, they even told me like, uh, you guys, this is a big one during moons, new moons and full moons. You're supposed to not put dirty clothes back on after those. Uh, everything has to be clean because you're carrying energy that you just banished or renewed. Mm. So even your bedding, I did this was great. I had to get in a dirty bed. They made me pull the sheets off and just sleep in my comfort. I was like, Oh, that's interesting. But um, yeah, because your energy changes and you're not supposed to go back to to life in those things. Well, um, if you're doing proper new moon magic, you're gonna need to change yeah. your sheets anyway. You know what I'm saying? Ah, hey, yo. So <laughs> so check this. I'm in the tub. I'm in the tub seeing the shit and a possum comes running up to me and I was like, oh yeah, that's right. I choose to embrace you now. I see you clearly and you're here with all these fucking wolves and shit. Okay. You're part of the pack. Great. And the possum runs away. 
I walk outside into the grass and what's funny, Melissa was talking about like how it took a year for her to get Hakate in. And I've, I am so blessed and grateful and I don't understand the workings of this except I can only assume because I am a wolf and uh, usually a crow like the, I'm two black animals basically and one of them is for sure a Hakate animal I, I'm like okay I think she and I have had a relationship for a long time because I don't have to like work with her for a year to see I see I, she shows up the moment I call her and well when I'm doing real magic not like I couldn't conjure fucking Akate out of nothing you know what I mean but when I'm really doing the magic to get her in she's boom right there so um I go to the crossroads and have this whole big shebang of Hakate offerings and walk out and immediately in the darkness let me tell you for anyone who's watched Twin Peaks imagine the little person who speaks backwards in the red room, imagine him on all fours coming at you in the darkness when you're outside at a crossroads honoring the goddess of witches. That's what oh I my saw. God. But guess what it turned into? A fucking possum. A possum. And it ran right up to me. And it didn't hiss. It ran up. Our eyes locked. It was way too close to me. Real life. And then real life, real life, turn around and ran back but it wasn't a possum coming at me and it was huge. I mean, a, a little person, huge, but that's huge for a possum. And then it turned into a normal possum, but it was like, it was like henchman looking. And, and if you've seen Twin Peaks, you understand <gasps> like this, like maybe, maybe without the, the black suit on. No, like no. He had the black suit on. It looked like he was wearing the suit. I was oh like, I, and I, I wasn't, okay. Yeah. I was drinking. Cause I, she makes me drink with her sometimes. Hakate. Um, I wasn't going to drink because my stomach wasn't great, but then she, I offered her red wine and she's like, Oh, I'm drinking. If I didn't know wine. you better. <laughs> she makes me drink with her sometimes. Who does? Officer, the goddess Hakate. The goddess Hakate <laughs> makes me drink with her. Wait, so you're saying you didn't want to drink, but the goddess no, I really didn't. made you drink. Yeah. I'm telling you, she demands it of me. Ryan, if I, mean, I didn't when, know you better. When the goddess of witches tells you she's not drinking alone, and I honestly feel like she feels this way pretty much all the time. So if you don't drink and you're trying to give her an offering, make it something you'll drink because it was she was offended. Maybe and even so, fruit punch. Yeah, fruit punch. Um, you know, whatever. She's into all kinds of things. Feel it out. She'll tell you what she wants. She will tell you what she wants. So I put the plate down and I am rattled and I am like kind of fucked up by everything I saw and invigorated, so invigorated. And I also felt like, um, cause you know, the things that I asked for were specific things about, um, my psychic abilities, which are already full fucking swing. I can't wait to see what, but then I go to bed that night. I go get in bed, no sheets cause they're dirty. Um, they made me take them off the bed, get in bed, turn off the light. And I'm just like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Boom, 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 boom all these dead people are standing in my room. And because I did ask for stronger mediumship abilities. And here's what I will say to anyone who thinks they're dealing with this, because I do get a lot of um, clients who want to talk about this stuff. They are usually pretty chill. I did just, our, my friend, um, we, we didn't know each other before I read her, but um, Rochelle Royale, she just did this great interview and she actually talked about how I helped her with her relationship with her mom. Her mom was very aggressive. Her mom was not taking no for an answer. This was also a woman who had committed suicide and was like really, really had a lot on her plate and needed forgiveness to, to move through the world. Um, but for the most part, when the dead show up to you, you can say, I will honor you. I will do whatever you want. 
please do not disturb me right now. Please do not disturb my sleep. And they back off unless it's someone you really have to deal with. You can't put them off either. You tell them you're going to do that. You got to do that. So I did that and they all went away. But then I forgot. I forgot to deal with them and they kept coming back every night. So I have, I have now set up like a freaking flare gun that, um, you know, you can talk to me. And this is the problem a lot of mediums have. And my medium stuff has been really easy and under control. And I just wanted to make it better. And now it's like, it's like I turned the dial up too loud. Like the car alarm is going off. You know what I mean? You need the secretary from Beetlejuice. I love so like, everybody thought that's how I was following. Okay, next. Uh, yes. Oh, you're up next. Uh, you know, Angela Number will see. Angela will see you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, that's it was crazy. a wild, wild new moon. Yeah. I asked for lots of other stuff too, which um, is all very much uh, looking good already. So, God, I'm just anybody, anybody wants to do real magic, don't be afraid of Kate. Also, I did give a reading and I saw this um, goddess who I think for somebody who kept like doing all these adorable things. And I think it was Persephone. And then I saw some Hakate imagery come up again. And I was like, maybe this is Persephone because I love the link between them. You know, that Hakate pulled her out of hell slash pulled herself out of hell, whatever you want to subscribe to there. But man, that was a good new moon. That's, Still yeah, need. I mean, great new moon. <sighs> I, yeah. Well, we're getting close here on this one, I think, but, um, I honestly have no idea how long it's been going, but uh, I think it, we're just under an hour now. But it is interesting because ever since our talk with Melissa and a little bit before that, but I think I was a little extra motivated and I haven't gone like deep diving on this yet. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, in, during before certain meditations, because I have my tantric uh, meditations, which are eye open and very specific. Uh -huh. Um, so they're not really kind of like, Hey, improv and see what's going to happen here on this meditation. It's kind of a very, it's like a plan, right? Yeah. Um, so, but when I do my other meditations, um, which are kind of eyes closed, kind of seeing what happens, um, I do, uh, you know, I welcome, I say, you know, I try to bring in like, you know, spirit guides, ancestors, uh, you know, my power animals, and that's like you were talking about earlier, like power animals. Like whenever I feel, um, I mean, every once in a while still, and like if it's total darkness, I'll get a little like creeped out just from last summer. And I'll just kind of like, oh yeah, I'll just kind of be like, hey. And then like that fucking lion will just start walking around. And I'll be like, you know, like prowling around like the perimeter, like yeah. my perimeter. So, and it makes me feel better. Um, so like, that's a, like, makes me, it just makes me feel safe, but um, yeah. And that's but what I, they're for. Yeah. That's what power animals are for. Call them in when you need them. Well, I mean, this is something I haven't have. told you that I've Ooh. been trying to call in and saying who, um, who should I be working with? Right. Specifically. Uh -huh. And I'm not 100% on this yet. I'm looking them up right now on the internet um but the one of the interesting imageries and so i'll do this with eyes closed and i'll be like show yourself to me and i'll know who you are by looking at you even if i don't know your name like make me make it known to me who you are huh? right um because i'd want i want to know who you are and so i can start you know 
offering you things and et cetera. And the imagery that I have gotten the last couple of times I've tried this is a fucking bird head. So I think it's Horus. Um, uh, I just keep seeing Horus, uh, what I believe to be Horus, who's, you know, uh, wow. a somewhat um, famous, you know, God, but like, yeah. I'm not a 100% sure. Also, you know, a lot of people say the, you know, the sky God, but um, the eye of Horus is very popular. I um, love the eye of Horus. Uh, a symbol of protection and royal power. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, yeah, so it's, you know, the, the son of Osiris and Isis, is that? Yep. The child? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if that's actually the case or. I'll um, tell you something. Maybe I just saw like. Doesn't Melissa have like a I have Horus tattoo? Yeah, she does. Yeah, you so maybe I saw it. maybe maybe I had that imagery just kind of like in my head uh, from previously. So so who knows? Or, you know, I'm gonna keep seeing, but uh, right now it's looking like I might I might start doing some work with Horus, which I was thinking like I'm gonna get like an ocean god or some shit like that. You know what I mean? I was thinking yeah, I'm gonna get a water asking, god. Though. Keep yeah. asking because sometimes it's like a lot for us to see them and we have to protect ourselves. So we turn off the part that can see them. Yeah. I found out, or I, I just forgot, I guess, or I don't know, maybe I just wasn't thinking about it cause I never see or hear owls. So um, owls represent Hakate, how owl is one of her birds. And um, there has been uh, like, for starters, so much wildlife activity around me. It's it's just been amazing. Um, hawks and uh, like this massive tortoise that I moved out of the road that was ancient. My brother, I told him I was on my way to his house and he's like, I haven't seen a turtle that big in years. And I was like, I know it was because everything's coming out of the woodwork right now. But um, an owl middle of the day swooped down in front of my car and it had right. like, it had like something alive it was going to eat in its, in its little uh, claws and two birds were chasing it so i think it might have its baby or something it was really it was crazy oh, it was on a and, it was on the run yeah and it was huge it was one of those big blonde owls with the white face and then sometimes at night leading up to the full, the new moon there was an owl sitting right in the tree right outside the window where i work and i'll sit in right late into the night it'll sit right there and hoot in the darkness, like right, like feet away from my fucking head. And I mean, it is so invigorating, but then I hadn't heard it since the new moon. I hadn't seen it. I hadn't heard it. And just last night I was texting. I have like a secret witch club right now where I'm sending people stuff to, if you, if you want to get in on a secret witch club, um, you know, uh, let me know. I'm doing like, I'm doing like, uh, downloads for whatever I get for the moons, like the Hakate. It's mostly Hakate work, honestly. Um, but uh, I was sending it to some people I know and one of my friends wrote me back and she, I have her working with Pan and Hakate right now and she is getting crazy. It's somebody you know too, I'll tell you. Um, crazy stuff is coming through for her. And um, she texted me and she's like, I felt Hakate. I know she was, this person's a Scorpio too. So she's going to be able to conjure goddess, which is pretty quickly. She's like, I felt her. I know this, blah, blah, blah. She's saying this to me and I start writing her back. And that owl, I haven't heard it in days, is out there and it goes, hoo hoo. <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck yeah, it's on. No, and I told her and she goes, when I was doing the ritual, an owl showed up. And she's like, I didn't even know that's a kate. And I was like, fuck yeah. It was amazing. That's pretty cool. I mean, yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, but 
birds don't fuck with owls unless no the owl has their baby you know what yeah. i mean because like yeah. any creature will die or do whatever to protect its child but like birds typically will not fuck with an owl mm -mm. unless it's their child right yeah or the child of really... their their group yep I also, um, my mom has squirrels that a woman, a neighbor has tamed by giving them peanuts and they come right up to me and I've got to get a fucking bag of peanuts. I'm writing that down right now. Um, I intend to teach my cat tricks during all of this quarantine. Um, I've been on fire though lately. Like this is, I think that this is some, this is some shit. You're absolutely right. And you said to me, you sent me this text and you said, we don't survive, we thrive. And I love it. I keep saying that every day I wake up and it's like, I could choose to sit and eat all the non-dairy Ben and Jerry's ice cream that I keep at my brother at my brother's house so that I don't eat it all. I have to go there to access it. And it's like going to the store, quote unquote. Yeah. I could sit around and eat all that all fucking day and, and just, you know, totally check out. And I'm like, no, this is downtime. I have craved. I don't know what's coming next. And I am totally doing the rebirth routine too. Yeah. It's pretty cool. That's really funny though. <laughs> I have to keep my ice cream off site. I do. Uh, I do. Well, and now because I bought so much of it because I didn't know if I'd be able to get non-dairy ice cream. There's like a whole freezer full of it. He and my mom are eating non-dairy ice cream and now they have officially switched, which my mom doesn't do a lot of dairy anyway, but now they're both officially on the non-dairy wagon. So look at that. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, I think we, I mean, we covered a lot of ground here. We sure did. Guys, um, we also have a super fun contest going on right now. When you listen to this, it will be happening on Instagram. It's over $1,000 in prizes, all from real witches. There's like a cloak from Opal Moon Designs, um, witchy art by our friend Sharia, who's been on Ryan's podcast, um, a gorgeous glass wand forged in fire by Strega Glass, um, a remote reading by Melissa. Oh, it's a, re a remote Reiki healing by Melissa. I'm offering a remote reading in it and uh, wear the Magic Happens t-shirt because we have all this brand new merch that's pretty cool. Hell yeah. So check it out. And thank you very much, by the way, for, yes. for listening. And um, thank you to the patrons uh, who have been signing up. Um, you know, we are pleasantly surprised yeah. by the influx of patrons. So um, generous. You know, during this time. So thank you very much. Um, yeah, you can find us at this is where the magic happens.com, uh, at where magic happens on Instagram. Uh, she is at lovelable. I am at Rai Singh. Um, yeah, so, you know, you can find us on Facebook, all that good stuff. Uh, you know, find us, you can write a, re, uh, a review on Stitcher, on iTunes, anywhere you oh, can yeah. write a review. So, if you um, guys, and if you guys write a review, send us a screenshot. Next week, we're going to announce the winner. I'm giving a free psychic reading away every, uh, every month. And they never go bad. Your reviews never go bad. We just need a screenshot so we know it's you, so we know how to get in touch with you if we pull it out of our, out of our magic pants. Hell yeah. <laughs> Cool, cool, cool. And uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, stay safe, stay sane. And, uh, you know, we'll talk to you soon. And just remember, this shit is real. Boop.